Hello, everyone, and welcome to Reach the Beach Walkers podcast. My name is Joe McGarry, and I will be your host for this podcast. I am so excited to be doing this for you. Uh, This is going to be an amazing podcast, one of the best podcasts ever, because it will be featuring you. I want to bring your stories on this podcast. I want to bring your voice on this podcast and learn about you and your history with Camp Calumet stories and how you are participating in Reach the Beach Walkers. Also, what is happening during your walks? What are some of the interesting things that you experience or the God moments that you experience while you are walking? As we go along, there's going to be different segments, uh, different opportunities to bring things to this podcast. And if you want to connect with me and share your story, go ahead and write a message in the Facebook group or go ahead and send me a personal message about your experiences at camp, your experiences on this walk and how God is moving in your life. I can't wait to hear those. I can't wait to share those experiences, and it's going to be great. My first guest is Amy O'Reilly, or as many of you might know, Amy Gillum. Now, Amy and I were on staff together, and you might not know what Amy does for Reach Beach Walkers because she does a lot of behind-the-scene work. She's the one that puts all the infrastructure together. So so when we put in our miles, they are easily calculated. They are easily tallied. So we know how we are doing throughout the summer. I'd like to now present to you my conversation with Amy. So Amy, welcome to the very first episode of the Reach the Beach Walkers podcast. <laughs> I know, I know. This is great. So uh, thank you for coming on and being the first guest. And my hope for this podcast, uh, what I envisioned for this with Canute is uh, just an opportunity to get to know people who are participating in uh, Reach the Beach Walk this year, some of the leaders, and just telling camp stories. I mean, this is a fun podcast that will share who we are, why we love camp, and how we can continue to connect in this uh, virtual space. So as we begin, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and, and your relationship to camp? Sure. Um, well, my name is Amy O'Reilly now, but most camp people know me as Amy Gillum. Um, camp has kind of always been part of my life. Uh, my mother worked uh, at camp in the 60s and 70s, and so she kind of was the reason why I got involved, obviously. Um, she you know, she tells me she worked in Walpole schools in Massachusetts and she started the environmental education program for Calumet. And so she would, she would always kind of bring me along or, um, I was there, you know, when I was in her belly. So I've kind of always been part of Calumet and just hearing her stories of camp have really, um, been the catalyst for my love of camp. So Mm -hmm. I was uh, a camper in the eighties and, um, my first camp counselor was Karen Olson, which most people know. So it's nice right. to be connected with your, your first camp counselor and Girls Kevin One. Um, yep. And I was a camper for seven years. And then I was a CIT of 1993. So um, shout out to all my CIT friends. Uh, <laughs> and then I kind, of, I kind of gave back on staff 
what I kind of had as a camper because I was seven years as a camper and then I was seven years on staff. So mm-hmm. I feel like I kind of was able to give back. And, and those, those summers were hands down the best summers, summers in, in my life. And I think a lot of us um, can attest to that. And, you know, you and I were, were right there next to each other, like in arts and crafts as counselors. Yep. And um, so it's just, it's fun. And, you know, looking back on those days, it's just, it's a great place, you know, a place where everyone is welcome and you really find a sense of who you are and you develop your faith. Um, you know, and, and looking back at my time as a counselor, there's so many good memories and it's just hard to pick, pick a few, but, um, I think it's those connections with camp people that Mm -hmm. we still have in our adult lives. And when we talk, like the two of us talking right now, it's just like we were back in the nineties. Right. Right. On the the shores of Lake Ossipee. Um, but I, one memory kind of really steps out in my mind. And, um, when I was in high school, I had the opportunity to travel to Europe with, um, a couple of our teachers, our world history teacher. And, uh, I believe it was my junior, uh, year we went to France. And so I was walking down the streets by the uh, Cathedral of Notre Dame with my camp, uh, with my my high school friends, and this young kid kind of stopped me on the street in France and says, "Do you know Camp Calumet in New Hampshire?" And I'm wow. like, "I'm like what?" I'm like, first of all, he's speaking English, so I was like, "Okay, I can <laughs> understand you." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then it turns out he recognized me as being a counselor, and. Um, and he was a camper. He was a couple years younger than I was. And so when I saw him that summer, it was like an instant, you know, connection. We're like, we always have Paris. And <laughs> it was just neat to see how the reaches of Calumet are a- across the globe. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And just the connections you make. Like when we were on staff, um, we had a few counselors that were international counselors. And um, one of the the international counselors, his name was Ian Foster and he was in our unit and we just, we had such a great friendship and I was able to um, travel in 2009 with my dad. We went to um, Africa and we stopped in in London um, as a holdover and we spent a couple days and I was like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to reach out and see if I can get a hold of him. And wouldn't you know, he was able to meet us at the airport. Wow. That's amazing. And uh, take us around, and he took us to see Windsor Castle. And, you know, I hadn't seen him in years, but it was just like, it was like the day before we had been hanging out at Calumet. Yeah, um, yeah. And so it's a, Calumet has a big soft spot in my heart. And I think, you know, that's where you truly kind of grow your faith and, and, and just get connected with people. And, you know, so 2000 was the summer that I ended, and I was a program director. Um, but in, uh, 1999, that's when I was a CIT trainer and mm-hmm. that by far, I think was my favorite job on camp, um, nice. being able to work with, and I believe you were a CIT trainer too, right? In 2000. Yeah. 2000. So when I was a program director, you're the CIT trainer. That's yep. right. Sometimes it's hard to remember all those things. It's so <laughs> And what year happens? Why? And yeah, it's, yeah. it's hard to remember like all I that. Just, I just realized it was you know, 21 years ago that I was a CIT trainer. I'm like, how is that even possible? Right. right. Um, and just, 
being able to work so closely, we had 27, 16 year olds and um, I'm still connected with, with a few of them, you know, thankfully through social media and, and Facebook, but just to be able to spend that summer together and helping them become counselors, it was just, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, and I was happy to hear that even though we're in this environment that the CITs this year still get to kind of participate in our program virtually. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm happy to see that that continues. So then you uh, took a break off of staff for a while. Yeah. And I then a, uh, you came back. I did. I did. I, um, in 2017, I got married and my husband and I, um, we bought a camper because we liked camping. Um, and we felt the need that we were kind of, kind of done with tent camping. So we ended up, when we got married, we did a campership fund and helped <laughs> us purchase our camper. And when um, Knut and Carl found out about that, they kind of like um, attacked me and said, guess what you're doing this summer? And I said, what do you mean? What am I doing this summer? I was like, well, you're going to put your camper in family camp and you're going to come and you're going to take pictures for us. And I'm like, what? Um, and so I did. And I, it, that actually now is my favorite job. I mean, yeah. I, I'm a CIT trainer, but being able to be at camp and I started again in 2018 and I did it last year, just being able to be part of the summer and walk around camp and take pictures of all the magical things that are happening. And, you know, looking at it from behind my lens and seeing some of the same experiences I had as a camper, Mm -hmm. as a staff member, but then also seeing the subtle changes, um, you know, that, that make more sense for us now as a community at Calumet, it just, it means a lot that there's so much good that's happening at camp and, and to keep it continued. Um, so because I was doing that uh, last year, Canute had me get involved with Reach the Beach. And so I had um, done it as a walker. Uh, and so I tracked my miles and I got my mom to track my miles with me and my husband. And um, so that was fun. And I think Canute, he always has these great ideas and he can see like the big picture and where things can go. And he felt the need to kind of grow this program. And so he kind of roped me in last year to do kind of behind the scenes and set up some easy ways for us to report mileage. And so I've kind of set up different parts of it in the background with um, creating a form for people to report their mileage and doing all the techie stuff to have it automatically tally all the totals and, and all that kind of stuff so that we could reach more people with our reach the beach program. Nice. nice. Because we have, you know, we have a, um, a, a group of people that kind of are helping to volunteer with this and we all have a role and, you know, so like I'm handling the back end of stuff. So you don't really see me out in the foreground, but you know, then there's other people like Pat, um, Mahoney, who's doing the Facebook group. And so she's just so good at connecting with people on that uh, Facebook group and, and keeping things going. So it's neat to see how Reach the Beach is just, I mean, we're up to over 800 walkers. That's incredible. That's incredible. So, so if someone's listening to this and they um, are doing what they can to get out and get steps uh, and one week goes by and they have 5,000 steps and they say, okay, I want to put this in and my 5,000 steps for the week. Yep. 
what's the process of that? What is someone going to do in order to be able to report sure. those and have those miles count? So um, there's going to be a link that is going to be emailed out to all of the participants, but it's also going to be on the Calumet website and it's going to be in our uh, Reach the Beach Walking Facebook group. Um, and so that link will take you to a Google form. So it's just like a website and there's going to be uh, three parts to it. So you're going to end up getting um, a bib number. So I don't, uh, Ginger's kind of working on all that, but you're going to get yep. this magical bib number. So for example, if I was number 27, uh, that first question I would put in 27 because that's going to identify me. And then the second question has you choose which week. So is it week one? Is it week two? Is it week three? All the way to week 11 and you choose the week. And then the third question has you put in how many miles you walked for the week. So if I walked 20 miles, I'd put in 20. Or if I walked 10 miles, I'd put in 10. And then that gets sent to um, a spreadsheet. And then on my end, I see all the submissions and I have made some calculations that will automatically total everything. And then I have some fancy behind the scenes work to total uh, a whole group number of miles and individual miles. And then, so if someone says, I don't remember if I put in my miles for week two, we have a way of looking it up and saying, yes, you did, or no, you didn't, but put it in now. Right. Um, so um, it's very cool. And I think with the number of people, this automation that we've kind of tested out last year is going to going to help us out because we have a lot of walkers. Because that would be a lot of adding and subtracting if you didn't have this, yeah. uh, 800 so people putting in their miles. Right. I am praying very hard that we don't break Google and <laughs> the, the form uh, helps us out. So yeah. if not, we have black backup plan. But Good, good. So yeah. it, my family, so we have four people in our family and we are all participating and we got all our Fitbits and Apple watches all powered up and, and so do I go in and, and add all our numbers together as a McGarry family and put that in, or does everyone have to log in themselves? How does that work? That is completely up to you. So you as a participant, you would decide if you each want to individually do it, or if you want to do it one submission for the whole family. Um, but whatever you decide, we just ask that you be consistent. So if okay. you decide you're going to be the reporter for the family, you just use your bib number and every single week you use the same bib number and put in the, um, the total. If you want everyone to do it, then everyone will do it for each week. Um, so it's, it's really a personal choice. Um, whatever's easier for, for our families and our walkers. Nice. So, so like, we get this. Example, like, I know my mom, um, we all love my mom. And if you don't know my mom, her name is Suzanne Gillum, but um, I tend to help her a lot technology wise. Yep, so yep. I will probably be submitting her miles as well. So okay. um, that's how we're handling it. Um, and more than likely I'll be submitting my husband's. So we'll probably do, <laughs> um, do it all together under my bid number. Okay, nice. And so these bid numbers, I'm, I'm excited about that because I've, I've had a couple of bibs and I still have those. So can I, make an actual bib and, and hang it on myself every time I go walking. Um, yeah, to yeah. Um, Calumet isn't, it's just going to provide you the number. We don't necessarily have the actual bib num bib like squares that you would hang, but you can definitely yeah. make it. Um, can I Joe, put glitter I'm on it? 
You want to tap into your arts and crafts. <laughs> that's world? right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe um, get some pipe cleaners on there, yeah. some glitter, yeah. you know. Yeah. So the, that's what the Facebook group is for too, is to share pictures. So people, um, and it's, it's ramping up. So people are getting ready. They've done some practice walking and yep. they share pictures of where they're walking and, if you want to make your own sign for your bib number and show that off to impose with it, you definitely can. Um, it's not necessary, but whatever makes you have fun and just enjoy walking and being together with your family or uh, socially distancing with uh, friends walking six feet apart or however you want to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I'm excited about this. I'm excited to be able to participate. This will be my first year participating in Reach the Beach Walk. Uh, you know, I've looked at it a couple other years, but just never got my act together to sign up. But I'm really excited for this. And I'm excited that you joined us on the podcast. Yeah, um, yeah. Share a little bit about you, you know, the person behind the scenes and tell us a little bit more how to submit our miles. And yeah. I think it's going to be great. And it, it just keeps growing. And that's just so exciting. Yeah. So one of the things that um, I know some people aren't on Facebook. So uh, we all are connected with email, too. Um, and then the Calumet website. So if you're curious about what our weekly totals are, um, the live stream that's going on with uh, Calumet right now, we've been putting a number, like if you notice in the bottom right-hand corner of the screen in the live stream, that number is the total number of walkers we have. Um, okay. So that's going to switch over to the total amount of miles. Oh, nice. Collectively, we have as a group. Um, and then each week we'll announce the total um, definitely in that Facebook group um, and more than likely on that website as well. And, you know, if you still have questions, you can totally reach out to um, any of the organizers. And I think all of our emails are coming through in, in the opening email from Canute, or that's what I'm assuming anyway. Um, but <laughs> we'll figure that be, out. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. We're, we're available. You can find us very easily. <laughs> so, and this is going to be uh, put out week one, but if it's, week six and someone is listening to this and says, wait a minute, I never signed up. Um, is it too late for someone to sign up? And how does someone sign up? I, I'm definitely positive, probably 99% sure that you can still sign up. Um, so that would be, you know, going to Calumet's website, it's calumet.org slash reach the beach and get more information there. But if you want to jump in uh, late, that's perfectly fine. I know last year we had a couple people jump in in week six and seven. Someone, I think, even joined in week 10. Um, so, you know, we will make that happen. We are always looking for walkers and ways to connect with our Calumet Nation. Nice. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Amy, for, for coming on the podcast and uh, being our first uh, guest. I'm so appreciative of, of you yeah. sharing and and uh, yeah, this is going to be great. I'm so excited. I, I was a little nervous being the first one. I was like, this is big <laughs> pressure. Um, but you've made it so easy and so welcoming and, and fun to, to just chat. So it's great. been great. Awesome. Thank you. All right. You're welcome, Joe. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. If you are interested in learning more about Reach the Beach and how you can be involved, go to calumet.org backslash reach the beach there you can find out more information about reach the beach and how you can sign up we'll be back next week for another brand new podcast till then take care and be blessed